our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Season three! Oh, boy. Here it comes. Even though we've done this show like 250 times, I still have no idea what I'm talking about. We may not know what we're doing, but we're having fun. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. The only way the out is up. This is How this to Do Life. How to Do Life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd! Just a quick warning. How to Do Life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about How to Do Life. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to our show. We are coasting into the second half of May. Unreal. Unbelievable. We are counting down the days until summer. Summer. Summer vacation. Summertime. Time to take a break. I'm ready. And it. this is the beginning of summer break for your kids, isn't it? You yes. guys are almost done with school. Um. My kids are done in two days, That's and crazy. Friday is only a half day. We are out. We, we have are, a month to go. Completed. I'll tell you what. Um, I've been thinking about what am I going to do with these kids this summer? Because right. the summer was so up in the air of what was going to be happening with the world. Uh-huh. I planned nothing. <laughs> nothing. So I told them actually after school today, like our family activity is going to be like, what are some things that we can do this summer? I'm thinking of things like... I'm going to teach them how to calculate a tip this summer. Oh, see? Okay, now I have a segment for that. <laughs> Hang on. Before we get into that, we got a little bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Okay, guys. So, speaking of summer break, here's what's going on. We've got a 10-episode recap show coming up next week. Yeah, except that's not what it's going to be. It's not going to be that. It's going to be a rap battle between our friend Bobby Brown Jr. and poetry professor Dr. David Kirby. And they are going to bust us into summer. And then we're going to take the summer off and be back in September. So just reminding you guys, the summertime is going to be when you're going to want to like catch up on all of our old episodes mm-hmm. and listen at your leisure. And then we'll be back with new stuff in September. So... Have a good summer. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Um, the show's gonna be fun. I'm in the rap battle too. Oh, that's right. I'm a judge. Yes, you're Richard a judge. John is a judge. John is a judge. Yes. Um, okay, that's I'm right. I'm in the rap battle too. Okay, cool. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be fun. The five minute flip today. I'm going to um, let the listeners and Bobby Brown Jr. and Dr. David Kirby know the rules. Okay, fun. That's, that's what we're going to talk okay, about. Okay, cool. flip today. Excellent. All right. So. Um, That's our housekeeping for today. Make a note. And, okay, so now we're going into the summer. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, do you have any goals? And now it's time to talk about our goals. Um... I mean... Teaching your kids some life skills. Yeah, I think it's going to be a life skills summer. So my goals are for other people this uh-huh. summer. Um, I think <laughs> our goal is to... Uh, really, it is actually a goal to chill out, relax. That's a goal. That's unwind, a goal. Unwind, to not make it a stressful summer, to not make it a heavily burdened summer with, you know, a camp starting at 7 a.m. every day and running like chickens with their heads cut off. My goal is 
summer like the 80s. Yeah. Summer like you remember where you're eating cereal out of the box <laughs> and watching cartoons. Yeah. And you just don't care. I kind of have, I have a mix of that and hyperfocus. <laughs> you know, so of course I'm continuing my mileage goal. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where I am right now, but I'm not sure where I am. I have no idea. But I'm gonna keep going. And um I want my kids to have eighties summer. Mm-hmm. Um, which also kind of means like very little parental um supervision <laughs> because I've got a ton of work to do. You got it you got it your own <laughs> job to do. I've got lots to do. But yeah, I wanna have some adventures this summer. I've kind of thought about having like water Wednesdays and fun Friday. And I just like, like theme days. Yeah. yeah. Like you're in preschool. Right. Go out on the water and, and do some stuff and have some fun, explore some things. My and, um my son and I have a trip planned just for he and I this oh, summer. Oh, fun. I love that. We are going to Wisconsin and going on a cheese tour. Nice. <laughs> we both love cheese. My daughter does not like cheese. <laughs> we are going to some of our favorite cheese monger cheeseries. Excellent. Cheese, cheese, yeah. We're going to Tillamook. Fun. It's a big favorite. Wow. We're going to go for four days and just eat cheese. I can't wait to hear about <laughs> that. <laughs> so my goal then uh, might be something that you will either want to participate in or not at all because I'm getting lean and mean this summer. I, I am going to get I have a feeling I'm not fit. doing that. <laughs> I just started a new uh, workout program and, this week and I'm going to get I'm going to get buff. I'm going to get my muscles back. You know, I actually just downloaded a new app that we should tell our friends about. I haven't really used it very much yet (laughs) to be able to give it a solid review, but it's called Fit On. Oh, my gosh. So many of my clients use Fit On. You know what? It looks super cool. Like I said, I haven't really jumped in yet, but I saw an ad for it, and I was like, I want to check this out. And it's really neat. It's really well done, and Mm -hmm. it's short work. You can tell them how often you have to work out, and you can set your accountability goals and it's cool. I, yeah. I recommend people check it out. I have that on my phone as well. I have a lot of fitness apps on my phone because I've got people who use so many different ones that I need to know how they work also. And so I've got a bunch of apps, fitness apps that I don't actually use. But <laughs> um, Fit On is a good one. I've, I'm using um, Beachbody On Demand right now. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And I also love Less Meals On Demand. And I love all of that. So anyway, this summer I'm getting buff. So when we come back in September, you're going to be all ripped up. And I'm going to be all soft and cheesy. cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Good. <laughs> all right. So I saw something um, in the news a couple of weeks ago that really just made me smile. And it actually really kind of made me think of summer. So how about a Heather's headline? Headline. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Heather's headlines. Did you hear about the Josh fight? No. Okay. So this guy named Josh Swain mm-hmm. sent a... Facebook message to everybody else named Josh Swain. And he declared that there was going to be a battle for the name Josh. <laughs> for who was going to be the most... The real Josh The Swain? real Josh, yeah. And so he sent a message and he's like, you're probably wondering why I've gathered you all here today. And somebody named Josh said, because we all have the same name. And he's like, yes. Gave them the coordinates for this little place in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, mm-hmm. which was the most central location in the entire country. And all people named Josh con- convened on this place and had um, a, a fun spirited battle to be the real Josh Swain. That's hilarious. How many Josh Swains were there? 
Oh, gosh. And how many showed up? Um, Hundreds of people who share the first name Josh gathered Saturday, whatever day, in Lincoln, Nebraska, to vie for the right to their name. They were armed with pool noodles. Josh's through, across the country um, met, and they had different battles. They had um, pool noodle battles. They had a pretty epic rock paper scissors oh my goodness battle. there's videos online it's great and the name the winner of the josh fight was a um a four-year-old josh and um i don't know what he did to win but he the four-year-old josh was on four-year-old josh won i guess his parents <laughs> Do you know i don't know battle? well once he posted it on facebook it started it to go went, viral yeah mm-hmm. and so then other people named josh found out about it uh-huh. and all people named josh were invited and so of course once you have momentum for something like that mm-hmm. you got to do some good with it so they turned it into a food drive and a fundraiser and um, they raised uh, over $10,000 for, like, Children's Hospital and Aww. Medical Center Foundation. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So look it up. That's it's, an excellent headline. Yes. First of all, I just liked hearing the Heather headline sound. We haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> and second of all, what a wonderful headline. Thank you, Heather. Well, one of my friends actually lives in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were she was kind of just, like, keeping up with me during the weekend. And she's like, we're going to go see the Josh fight. We can't resist the opportunity to see it. It's like, the Josh fight? <laughs> and so she sent me a video. And I could see the pool noodles going. I was oh like, what gosh. is this? So I looked it up. And I love so with the, the Josh Swain, the the organizer OG, of it OG Josh, yes just Wayne so he says from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for making the Josh Swain battle royale Josh fight Josh versus Josh versus Josh etc one of the greatest events of my entire life it was incredibly respectful polite joyful and just awesome overall you know what Josh Swain should do he should make this into his career. Like he should choose a name every year. He should get like the tourism council of Lincoln, Nevada, or, or not Nebraska. Nebraska, not Nevada, um, <laughs> but that place. He should get them to like sponsor him. He should like get sponsorships and stuff, and he should choose a name every year. And this should be his whole life and his job. Well, I have been planning for a couple of years, and then the pandemic screwed it up. Um, a Heather convention. There you go. I've got a friend in, in town, Heather mm-hmm. Thomas, mm-hmm. and she and I have been saying for years that we need to get all of the Heathers together mm-hmm. and have a Heather convention. Do you ever see the movie Heathers? Yeah. Those aren't the nicest. No, we're, we're much nicer Heathers. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. Our friend Heather Johnson. Yes. Yeah, she's a good one. She's yeah. a good Heather. Yeah. See, there's a lot That's of Heathers. Heather. Mm-hmm. So we would have a Heather convention and just, you know, celebrate being Heather. I don't know that we would battle it out. We might, though. You never know. I think that yours would be more like who can write the nicest tagline or who can <laughs> it, like you guys are all like wordy it would be like haikus a haiku throwdown. Do you know anybody who has the same name as you? You made up your no. name. I don't know any other Chrissy. No. Nope. I do. You do. Yeah. They don't I, spell it the same way. You know, though. I will tell you something though, Heather. Yeah. So the way I spell my name. It's the way my parents spelled my name. Really? Yes. This is how I, I didn't I didn't make that up. Like this is how my parents spelled my name. So, um I've been noticing. I've been noticing. Yeah. Chrissy's, Kristen's, Christina's that are in like my extended Facebook network. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing their name uh spellings changing. <gasps> are they copying you? Yes. 
I'm starting a trend with the Y. Interesting. Yeah. Instead of I-E? Yeah. Well, like the Y going in the middle. Oh, right, 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 right. So the C-H-R-Y, like the Y going there. Yeah. Like they're replacing their I. They're usually leaving. I haven't seen it changed exactly like mine yet with the Y on the end, too. But I'm seeing that middle I change to Ys, and I'm like, false. You're a trendsetter. I've had that my whole life. My mother named me with the Y in that position. She was the she was the real trendsetter. Deb, thanks, Debbie. <laughs> well, speaking of trendsetters, I have discovered um, a new place that you can go on vacation now. That I kind of curious about you can now spend the night in the friend's apartment in monica and rachel's apartment it didn't come up (laughs) i couldn't hear it because you try again yeah so now (laughs) we're like transported back to 1994 Uh uh-huh and you can crash for the night at monica and rachel's apartment i told you just the other day when we were talking about how media is all new now that like, young people are watching Friends. Like, it just came I out. I know. Yeah. Like, like, whoa, Friends. Awesome show. Like, so, I'm like, yeah, in 98, it was. Yeah. This is in Los Angeles. It's an interactive 18-room exhibit full of props from the apartment. It recreates the classic scenes from the hit 90s sitcom. And you can actually spend the night. You can relive Ross's sofa pivot mm-hmm. in the stairwell. Mm-hmm. You can go through the purple door. I always did, like, I thought that that was very trend setting the picture frame on, uh-huh. the, on the door. like On the people. Yeah, everybody, everybody, I felt like, wanted that. Well, Booking.com says it will leave guests saying, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and guess how much it costs? Um, $1,100 per night. No, per 1994. Person. and um but you'll have to book fast because it's only available like this weekend is it like a pop-up yeah yeah Yeah, i went to a pop-up for saved by the bell the max um they had a pop-up restaurant in chicago for like a month or two Mm -hmm. it was there it was really cool too like they like they it was like a warehousey kind of building and like kind of old junkie-ish building that they fitted out and made it look like the max and like you walked in and it was like the lockers and like it was kelly's locker with kelly's stuff in it and zach's locker with zach's stuff in it and all the food on the menu and everything was named after you know it was like slater fries and stuff you know and all the drinks were you know based off the characters and stuff that just seems like so much work and expense for such a short period of time i think they kept extending it for a while like because then you start making money right yeah Because you want to get some return on your investment. Right. But I think the concept of a pop-up is it's supposed to seem really exclusive and like you've got to get in there quick and, you know. But you can't charge only $19.94. Right. You're not going to make any money. That doesn't seem right. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that the max cost me more than (laughs) (laughs) $19.94. I saw something else that made me want to get up on my soapbox. And here comes the soapbox. Okay, this is something that I makes me really glad that I have boys and I don't have to shop for girl clothes because when I see girl clothes at the store, I just feel like I want to get up on my soapbox and explain to everybody, girls need pockets. Pockets, yes. We are not here 
for your entertainment. We've got stuff to do and we've got stuff to carry around with us. And girls need pockets. And I love this little girl, Cameron Gardner, a first grader who um, from Arkansas, who wrote to Old Navy and asked them to add pockets to their jeans for girls. Mm-hmm. She said, Dear Old Navy, I do not like that the front pockets of girls' jeans are fake. I want front pockets because I want to put my hands in them. I would also like to put things in them. Would you consider making girls' jeans with front pockets that are not fake? Thank you for reading my request. Sincerely, Cameron Gardner, age 7. Right on, Cameron. First of all, I think we should always put our age at the end of letters. Mm -hmm. So I will end my letters. Sincerely, Heather, age 45. (laughs) You knew how old you are today. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm actually not 45 until next month. Heather, I would like to tell you that I actually wanted to talk about my clothes today. And I'm glad that you gave this clothing segue. Tell us. Because, look, I am wearing leggings with With pockets. With pockets. And let me tell you where I got these leggings with pockets. I got them at Bucky's. Really? Yes. So Bucky's, they have actually. I'll I'll show you in a little bit. It's got a Bucky on the back of it and a little Bucky on the front <laughs> top here. Um, yeah, I was at Bucky's and I was like, look at those leggings with pockets. Yeah, so impressive. So I had I had never been to the Bucky's. I'd only been to the Busy Bee, and I stop at the Busy Bee every time. But yeah. I was in Jacksonville and they have a new Bucky's open. It's usually a Texas thing. Mm-hmm. But um, so I got these leggings. And I was super excited. Good job, Bucky's. The other thing that I'm wearing today is I'm wearing a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So for Mother's Day, I got like the flowers and the cards and the requisite Mother's Day gifts. I also got a $25 Disney gift card from my son, okay. which he thought maybe would foray into like a California adventure. <laughs> Here's $25 yeah. towards and taking I'm like, to Disneyland. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going on <laughs> DisneyShop.com and I'm getting a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. So I bought my Mickey Mouse t-shirt and I bought a size medium because I feel like I've been, you know, I've gained a little bit of weight. And then I remembered, oh, no, it's Disney's like Walmart. It's like clothing for the masses. It's big. Like, Mm -hmm. I definitely should have got like an extra small. Like, And I know that might sound mean and it might sound bad, but it's true. If you go to Walmart, a size medium is not the same as a department store medium. Not by a long shot. Not even close. And Disney apparently falls into the Walmart category of clothing (laughs) sizing. And so I have my big giant Mickey Mouse t-shirt and my nice pocketed Bucky's (laughs) pants. And I am living the dream. (laughs) (laughs) It's that 80s summer happening. (laughs) I'm ready for it. I'm I'm in super casual mode and uh, we're just gonna stay here well um old navy listened to cameron's request and they sent her four pairs of jeans with pockets do they sell them or did they make them only for her that's what i'm wondering i think that this needs to be a thing i yeah. it astounded me that girls jeans didn't have pockets i my pockets are always filled with stuff i have to check the pockets all the time I actually was just talking to my sister about it this weekend. We're going to have to look this up. We are going to have to find it because I read something a while back about women's clothing not having pockets because men don't want them to have a place for secrets or something. It was something. What? It was something really weird about really? When, like when women's pants were originally designed and how we were designed pocket free by men, like for their nefarious manly reasons. And we're gonna have to find it. We're gonna have to like. And I remember being so mad. And now I won't. But like even my dresses have pockets most of them because I think pockets are important. And I'm now I'm like 
Pockets! Fight the power with pockets! You know, um, colonial women used to have something that we would call now a purse. They called it a pocket. And it was it went around their waist, but not like a fanny pack. It went around their waist like an apron string. And then there would be a little drawstring bag that hung from it. And that was their pocket. Mm-hmm. And they would put things in there, you know, just like you would put anything in a pocket. And, um, yeah, that's what they called it was their pocket. I mean... Women need pockets. Everybody needs pockets. Pockets are the bomb. Yeah. Sometimes I use my bra like a pocket. Especially when I'm running. I've got all kinds of stuff in there. You got to... Uh, I, I I'm doing the Google. I was trying to see. I was trying to see if I could find it um, fast enough. But um, there is an article here. I, I'll send it to you. We don't have to get into it right now. But it's called The Bewildering and Sexist History of Women's Pockets. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I w- I'm going to look that up, too. We'll post it on our page. Pockets equate to freedom. That's right. It really, they really do. Mm-hmm. I use every single pocket. Yeah. There I'm going to send you this article. All right. So I'm going to get down off the soapbox. We've, we've made our point. Um, I wanted to ask you a question, something that I'm curious about. You know, this is probably nosy, personal, and none of her business. But she just can't help it, you know? She is just curious to know. Okay, there's a new app that you can put on your phone mm-hmm. that will allow you to buy leftover food from restaurants. Nope. <laughs> it's called Too Good to Go. Nope. Well, leftover food like somebody ate off of it or like leftover like they overcooked, they made too much food. It offers buyers a grab bag of nearly wasted yet perfectly good food for takeaway as a method of cutting back on food waste and helping to support the restaurant industry. Look, look, if it's like, look, I've got a display of muffins and it's the end of the day and I'm about to throw these muffins out, that's fine. But if it's like, I sold this guy a muffin and half of his muffin is on the table. Would you like to buy it? That's a hard no. That's the thing. And they don't really make it clear in this article, um, which it is. But I'm definitely not buying food that somebody else has eaten off I of. I don't think that they, that, that can't be what it means. I can't imagine that would be okay with like the Department of Health. Right. They're not going to let them do that's, that. That's not it. But if they do make extra food that doesn't get served like to anybody soup. like you got your big giant vat of soup or you did a pri- it was prime rib night and right yeah they didn't I, I'm sell fine enough with that. i'm actually cool with that i'm fine with that okay well they then you'll have to sign well we are tallahassee is not one of the cities that it's available of in not. yet um but cities like DC, we'll get it in 27 York, years Boston, philadelphia you know Real places are, um, are, are doing Actual it. cities, yeah. <laughs> but they're saying that they're, you know, they're trying to keep food out of landfills mm-hmm. and um, helping people, you know, be able to get high-end food at lower prices and cutting back on food waste. So, and it helps the restaurant industry at a time when not very many people are eating out. So, good, it's like, too good it's to like go. It's like going to the going to the bakery and buying the day-old bread. It's fine. Well, it's the fine. only thing, yes, it's just like that. But the only thing is that you, I don't think you get to choose what you get. Oh. It, it says, rather than other apps of a similar sort that allow customers to pick and choose which items they want to save, Too Good to Go offers only bags of whatever food the restaurant has. Well, if it's a restaurant that I love, I'd be fine with it. Like, it, like Mimi's table here in Tallahassee. Oh, I'd take their table scraps any day. I would be like, I, 
you guys made something that you know somebody kind of nibbled the edge i don't even care like i, I, I mean it would be okay like it if I got a grab bag from there, that would be exciting. I would pay extra for that, Heather. I would be like, <laughs> I would be like, well, what? I'm going to pull up and you're just going to give me whatever the chef made? Like, that's special. That's even better. Like, I, I would, uh, Mimi's Table, you should get on this. Like, just do this on your own. <laughs> well, they've sold over 200,000 meals that were merely hours from going into the garbage. So, it's pretty innovative thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely not want to eat the... Um, leftovers from somebody's plate that no, has already been eaten not. off of. But yeah, I mean, I think it'd be a pretty cool to see like what's yeah. in the grab bag and, mm-hmm. and you never know I mean, what you're going to get. It works on this show. Why can't it work at the restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> it's a totally different type of grab bag. I'm also curious to know, which do you think would win when it comes to maintaining your lawn? A sheep or a lawnmower? Who would you bet on? A sheep or a lawnmower? Um, I kind of want to bet on the sheep, but <laughs> I'll tell you why. I remember driving one day, and like there was like trash on the side of the road, and I was like, what the heck was that? And I saw something moving that intrigued me so much that I went back, uh-huh. and there was a, like a, a little goat, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah like, and he was eating a dirty diaper. Oh, like gross. he will eat anything yeah. out of your yard. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was the preference above the grass that was around it. So, your yard would be very clean and if well you maintained. Like Mimi's table. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Don't don't say Mimi's table when I'm talking about ghost eating diapers. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> we want them to like us. Um, but I don't know. It might be the sheep. I'm going to go with the sheep. Well, when I first moved to Tallahassee, there was an a, a area of town where there were some goats that were eating kudzu. kudzu. So for those of y'all who don't live in the South, kudzu is like this vine that grows on everything. And I it, didn't know that. Yeah, either. it grows super, super fast. And you can't keep up with it. And I think like the city or the county had these goats that they would move around to different areas of town. And the goats could eat more kudzu faster than they could clean it up. Hmm. And so they and and it was like a really super sustainable way for them to get rid of all the kudzu. And so we were they were at a park. And I remember having some friends that we were going to meet them. And we I remember saying meet us by the goats. (laughs) (laughs) And so, at University of California, Davis, this summer, there is an academic experiment going on to see whether sheep or lawnmowers do a better job of eating weeds and maintaining the grass, fertilizing, controlling pests, and basically, you know, keeping the ground healthy. And so, it's going to be going on for a while. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what happens and which it's going to be. And I love the fact that they're going to be keeping us posted on how it goes because I think it's, I think it's going to be the sheep, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm curious to see. I saw that Chicago is releasing hundreds of feral cats to bring the rat population. I heard about that too. And I have questions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what happens when we have lots and lots of cats? I mean, I assume that they have to be like spayed and neutered cats if they're releasing them like that i would think so but i would think that the animal rights people would get upset if they were releasing 
People are just going to feed these cats. Right, but if they can't reproduce, then yeah. they're not going to have an overpopulation problem. But then we're just going to have cats and rats on the streets. I don't know. Like It'll be like Rome. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place here in Florida. Do you know Oviedo, Florida? Uh-huh, yeah. Oviedo, they have uh, the, the roosters on the loose. They just wander around. Like Key West. There's roosters. Oh, really? Yeah. Just walk around the streets. Yeah. Huh. Interesting solutions. Interesting solutions. <laughs> Innovative thinking. We're, Innovative we're thinkers. eating leftovers and we are... What what has COVID produced? Letting My goodness, <laughs> too the, much the time ingenuity. on our hands to come up with all of these ideas. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. So um, the last thing that I'm curious about, I don't know whether or not... I just saw this last night. Do you remember when you grew up, did you have the mosquito truck? Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I had the mosquito truck when I moved to Florida like 10 years ago. Okay, so I haven't seen a mosquito truck for a long time. But growing up in Louisiana, we always had the mosquito truck that would mm-hmm. come through the neighborhood and it would spray us with toxic fumes. Mm-hmm. And the fantastic. Would, right. And we would all just breathe it all in. The mosquitoes die and so does everyone else. Right. Well, so now in Florida, mm-hmm. we are lucky enough to have the first genetically modified mosquitoes. Oh. Released in the United States. They release these? Yes. Okay. So there's a biotech firm, Oxitech, uh-huh. launching controversial field tests of insects in Florida after years of pushback from residents and regulatory complications. But now they are going to be releasing these new mosquitoes that are supposed to, over time, eliminate mosquitoes. Okay. I think because they are... Gen- they're genetically engineered in such a way that they render other mosquitoes infertile. I think that's how it works. But, okay, okay. So I don't want the mosquitoes to bite me, and that's good. But we kind of need mosquitoes because the bats need to eat them. And the like. Now, that's an interesting misconception. Okay. So m- a few years ago, my older son asked me, is there any purpose in the world for mosquitoes do they serve an actual purpose are they food for anything that couldn't eat something else like if mosquitoes went away completely would we be better off or would we suffer in any way and then we heard a story on NPR that was asking the same question and there was a researcher who was having a hard time defending the mosquito and she was studying mosquitoes and the question was asked do we need mosquitoes for anything? And she had to admit, no. Like, mosquitoes mm. could go away and we would be fine. They're like, not they're, like the bee. Right. They're, they're not important. They're not providing so a the service. the bats will find plenty of food without the mosquitoes? Yes. Bats well, then could let's other engineer the hell out right. of those suckers. Yeah. So these, these mosquitoes. I'm just going to believe that what you said is true <laughs> because it fits my rhetoric. So, yeah. Bye, mosquitoes. But they mate with the wild females. Ooh. Which is hilarious to, for me <laughs> to think about. The, the, the new, mutant. Yeah, the mutant mosquitoes go out and look for the wild females. Mm-hmm. And they mate with the mm-hmm. wild female mosquitoes who are hanging out at the club. And um, so then the, the idea is that they're going to infect those females with a new gene that will kill their offspring. So they're kind of like rendering the wild females like automatically going to have a miscarriage. It's, it's a little bit 
it's a little bit scary, even though it's mosquitoes. I mean, it's just a little bit scary. Like, I know that we can genetically modify things. Like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make these dudes and we're going to release them out there and they're going to fuck everything up for all the ladies. Like the pockets all over again. <laughs> like the pockets have made it full circle. It started with pockets and it ends up with GMO mosquitoes. Oh my God. Controlling. Female reproductive rights in the mosquito population. This is an outrage. This is an outrage. It's not an outrage. I'm perfectly fine with the mosquitoes all dying. But Me too, but it does raise an interesting, raises, broader question. It does. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't mosquitoes, I think we'd be more concerned. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we go into the summer, if you see any mosquitoes looking a little wild, like they're ready to party, uh bid them farewell they're mm-hmm. they're on their way well up. I, I hope it works we'll see <laughs> i'm curious to know what is on your mind let's get ready for the five minute flip okay so much to say so little time when the clock starts to tick it's the five minute flip ladies start your engines oh i waited all the way out <laughs> Man, it's serious. I like it. Next week is the last episode of season three. Mm-hmm. It's our 150th episode. Oh my gosh. 150th episode. That's crazy. Wait, do you remember the 100th episode? It was so much fun. Oh, that was fun. And I think the 150th is going to be fun too. Yeah. Um, big episodes have big guests. Mm-hmm. And our big guests are, as we mentioned earlier, Dr. David Kirby. In this corner, poetry professor, Dr. David Kirby. And Bobby Brown, Jr. Uh, So I'm going to tell us a little bit about the rules for the rap battle. Okay. There is going to be an intro rap. Because a lot of what happens in rap, like when rap kind of started on the street, right? You talk about your city. You talk about who Uh you are and where you're from. Where you're from and like what what your story is, right? Who you're repping. Yeah. mm -hmm, Yep. Who your crew is. Who's in your crew. (laughs) So there's going to be an intro rap. Okay. Uh, And then uh, we're going to take like a little spin out of the actual battle and talk about poetry and talk about rap and talk about words and oh, rhyme okay. and all that cool. kind of stuff. Uh, Dr. David Kirby has a new book. Oh, excellent. It's called The Knowledge, Where Poems Come From and How to Write Them, which sounds very appropriate for how we're going to put together our reps for our rap battle. Yeah. So he can give us a little overview there. Cool. And then uh, we'll talk to Bobby a little bit about the writer's block and what's going on at the writer's block and all that kind of fun stuff. It'll be wonderful. And then for the finale... It's going to be a freestyle on the topic of your choosing. Ooh. Do they have a time limit on this? So um, you are going to give us a freestyle topic. I'll probably give us, like, we'll probably shut off mics for, like, five minutes. Okay. And we'll put something together, and then we'll all have to present what we did, <laughs> what, what we did on, on the topic. So, and I can't know the topic either because that would be I would come be up with the topic. You get to you just one topic, one topic that we all three have to okay. have to wrap okay. on the topic of your choice. Oh, fun! So, so oh, you get to fun. pick that. Um, the the rhythm and the musicality is going to be judged by producer John. Okay, you're going to judge the rhyme and the lyricism. Okay, and then overall form. We're going to let you both score. Okay. And we're going to come up with who the champion is. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be. Of the wrap-off. Are we going to live stream this? I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think that, like, 
parts of it we should probably uh maybe that five minutes where we're working and we're trying to be create would, would be really fun yeah to, to stream out so um this five minute flip that we're doing right now i'm gonna need kirby and um bobby to listen to yep because i haven't written any instructions for them or anything this is it this is this is this That's is the what first the, part of the challenge. This is what you need to know. You need to come in somewhat unprepared and figure it out. You're going to just figure out your day here. Oh, it's wow. It's going to be great. So it's going to be a really, really fun uh, end to season three. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have a nice long break until season four. And I didn't even get a one-minute one warming. That's, that's all I got. That's all. That's my flip. Awesome. And Perfect. that's the flip. Woohoo! All right. Well, so normally at this point in the show... We would have homework, but we're not going to have any homework. Summer vacation. Pulls out for oh, summer. And so, yeah, go out and have fun. Yeah. School's over. Party it up. Come back for the rap battle. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time. Bye.